And now, it's time to catch up with the week's events as HCR 104FM presents the omnibus edition of Huntsford. Hi Jordan, how's things? Same as usual, super excited to be working behind the bar, not. Did you hear about Heather? She's in hospital because she tried to... Pop herself, yeah, I heard. She's in a bad way apparently. I couldn't believe it at first. She's the last person I'd expect to try and kill herself. I can't imagine why she'd do a thing like that. I reckon that husband of hers is behind it. Nick? Why'd you say that? He seems like a decent bloke to me. You would say that, because he's very charming when he's in here. But how do you know what he's like when he's at home alone with Heather? What makes you think he's behaving differently at home? Gut instinct and experience. No one knew what my dad was like behind closed doors. People never even ask why Mum left, but I know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring back unhappy memories. Forget it. It's all in the past. Let's change the subject. Talking of hospitals, do you know who else is in there? You mean Dicko? Yeah, that's right. Apparently, he was found unconscious after one of his benders, so they've had to admit him just until his condition stabilises. What a waste of NHS money. The guy has to help himself, go to rehab or something. I bet he starts using as soon as he gets discharged. Do you think it's because he got sacked from the band? No, and don't make excuses for him. The guy's just wasting his life. He's not the only one. Why? Who else is? I'm talking about myself. Look around you. I'm not exactly going places, am I? Stuck behind this bar with zero chance of anything better. It's not like you to be so negative. This whole business with Heather made me think about how little I've achieved. I feel like my life's going nowhere. Good morning, Fiona. You're in early. I uh, just wanted to have a quiet word um, before the others arrive. Oh, OK. How can I help? You already have. That's why I wanted a word. To say thank you. What for? Oh, for your, all your support since my breakup with Jade. I... Uh, I know I haven't been the easiest of person to work with lately, but you've just been so patient with me. Hey, come on. I only did what any decent boss would do, and for the record, I thought you were very brave apologising to the team during the meeting. Thanks. Uh, I, I just want to draw a line under all this business with Jade and make a fresh start, so uh, I thought an apology would help. I'm sure it will. Especially once they see that you're determined to move on and put the past behind you. Yeah, you're right. But actions speak louder than words. And that's why I'm planning to do a few things differently. If that's all right with you. Oh, what, what sort of things? Well, I'm planning to delegate more tasks to the team. Starting with the stock ordering, which I'm going to ask Alison and Laura to take on. Well, they'll be delighted to hear that, and you have my full support. Are you sure you'll be able to cope? Cope with what? I'm just saying that you can be a little bit of a control freak. Will you really be able to stand back and let them get on with it? Oh, touche. Well, it won't be easy, but I'll do my best. So you'll really let them introduce those new lines? Yes, if they want to. Who knows? Maybe they'll be a big success. Well done, Fiona. I'm very proud of you. And I'm sure Wavelengths will benefit from a new approach. 
Oh, hi, Carmela. I'm sorry I'm a couple of minutes late. I just found out about Heather being in hospital and how she tried to kill herself. Oh, oh I know. I just heard too. I'm in shock. I never thought she'd do something so extreme. Me neither. I didn't think either of us realised how desperate she must have been. We clearly didn't spot the signs, if there were any. You're right. I feel so guilty that we didn't take her seriously enough. Look, there's, there's no point in blaming ourselves. We did the best we could. We weren't to know how this was going to pan out. I guess not. But we need to help her recover from this. And the first thing we must do is to ensure Nick doesn't find out and track her down. Good luck with that. If someone's blue-lighted to hospital in an ambulance, the whole of Huntsford's going to find out, including Nick. Oh, no! Don't say that! I'm sorry, but we need to assume the worst. If we're going to help Heather... Well, we have to assume that Nick's already found out. I suppose we were too optimistic before. And look what happened. Exactly. We have to get real. Right. Here's what I'm going to do. I'll visit Heather this afternoon and let her know we're looking out for her. Great. I can manage here while you're away. Thanks. I'll also telephone Roman to ask his advice about keeping Nick away from Heather. I'm sure he'll know what to do. Right, lads, what can I get you? Uh, we just wanted to talk, actually. Lucky our Trevor can pull in paying customers with his comedy nights. If they're all at you lot, I'd have to shut up shop. We, I mean the band, just want to know when we can start up again with our gigs. Oof, I'm no sure, to be honest. You see, Trevor's going down a storm with the regulars, bringing in a lot of people. Fine if you only want oldies in here, Duncan. We always had big audiences at our gigs. Okay, granted, you did bring in the youngsters, but they don't spend as much. I don't get it. Now Tommy's in the band, I thought you'd want us back. I wasn't sure you'd be keen. I was under the impression you were going to be doing shows all over the country. Well, a bit difficult without a working van. <laughs> Look, we've been over all that, and anyway, I hear Robbie sorting a van out for you. Isn't he? Look, Duncan, we just want to get started again. Please give us another chance. <sighs> OK. I can give you some slots, but you'll need to fit around Trevor's comedy nights. Fine. Right, I'll check what's in the book for the next few weeks. We don't want to start straight away. Give us a couple of weeks to rehearse with Tommy. All right, but don't take too long. You've been quiet for a while. The punters will have forgotten who you are. I'll make posters and I'll put them up around town. And I'll put the dates on your website. I'll need a band photo with Tommy in it and... No problem. I'll get it sorted. Great. Let's have a drink to celebrate. Oh, I thought you'd never ask. Luke, son, I can finish up here if you want to get off early. Are you sure you just don't want the place to yourself in case a certain lane turns up? Certainly not. You and your dirty mind. Well, you have to admit, she's round here a lot. She must really fancy you. Typical of you to think that. He's just a bit lonely. If you hadn't noticed, he is now a she. Well, not to me, he isn't. I'll get real, Dad. Well, he may call himself Doreen, but he'll always be Derek to me. How come? Well... When your mum left, Derek and I were the only single dads at the school. Wasn't normal in those days for mums to go off. 
Maybe his wife had a good reason to. Could be, I suppose. Anyway, the mums ignored us so much we became friends and he helped me out. I remember going to his house after school. He was a great cook, much better than you. Well, he had more time than me, son. Whatever. So you are really just good friends? That's right. You ought to try it sometime rather than all those girlfriends of yours. Dad, I don't need your advice on my love life, but I think it would be great if you got yourself one for a change. Oh, I haven't got time for that. What with the garage and all the other things going on? I'm... Once Dan learns the ropes, you'll have more free time. Luke's on. I worked my socks off to give your mum everything she wanted and she still left me. I can live without romance. That was years ago. It's time to move on. I'm quite happy as I am. Cars I understand, but women are a mystery. Now, are you off or can I go for a pint? Oh, hello, Raymond. Hello. Good of you to come to see me. Hey, not at all. I w we were both very concerned about you. Oh, dear. I've given you so much lot of trouble. No, you haven't. I'm just sorry we didn't appreciate how bad your situation was. Don't be sorry. I mean, you took me in when I had nowhere else to go and oh, I know it was difficult for you. As a friend of Nick. We're just golf club mates, not close friends. Even so, it must have been awkward. Yeah, nothing I can't handle. You've been wonderful. So is Charlotte. Charlotte feels dreadful. She thinks she could have done more. Oh, tell her not to think like that. I mean, she saved my life. You both did. When do you think you'll be discharged then? I don't know. I'm feeling a lot better. Oh, I'm just worried about Nick. Don't worry. We've made sure he can't touch you. In here, you're very He must safe. know where I am. He's bound to have overheard gossip. I've spoken to PC Evans. She's told the hospital staff he must not be admitted under any circumstances. Oh, but you know what he's like. <laughs> so convincing. I'm sure he could worm his way around in if he wanted to. The staff know the situation, so that's highly unlikely. But if he does, somehow get past them. Just press your buzzer and shout for security. Oh, thanks for your efforts. Oh, I still feel so vulnerable here. Hey, I understand. Just let us know when they want to send you home and one of us will come to pick you up. Season 4, episode 27 was written by Helen Cooley and 28, Felicity Radcliffe. Ryan was played by Ryan Brown and Tom Askew, Jordan Anna Cooley, Raymond Ben West, Fiona Angie Pike, Carmela Fiona Fish and Vicky Elaine Lambdin. Post-production engineer, Sue Rodwell-Smith. Sounds, HCR Library and freesound.org. Hunsford's theme tune was composed by Nick Thompson. Produced and directed by Sue Rodwell-Smith, Hunsford was brought to you by Wavelength Productions and recorded in Huntingdon, Cambridgeshire.